All right. Well, good morning. How's everybody doing? Anybody get to uh, hang out downstairs earlier this morning? Anybody go to that? Yeah. I didn't get to. I got to stop by. It looked pretty fun, and so um, I didn't get a balloon animal. It was kind of disappointing. Um, I saw somebody lost their balloon. It's floating around in here somewhere. I saw one hit the ceiling. Totally fine. We'll uh, we'll have Tim get that down. It'll be no problem. <laughs> Uh, my name is Haynes Martin, and I am the uh, pastor here at the Contemporary Service, and I just want to say welcome to everybody. We're really glad, and we're excited that you're here. If you're new, I do want to say just a special welcome to you, and want to say thanks for coming to hang out with us today, and we're glad that you're here to check out our church, and we hope that today, for everybody here, whether you're new, you've been walking with Jesus for a long time, maybe you're a Christian, maybe you're not, our heart for you is just that you would get to know Jesus a little bit better today. And what we live for as a church, our passion, our focus is we want to connect as many people in this community, in Macon, Georgia. We want to connect as many people into a growing relationship with Jesus. So wherever you are on the faith journey, maybe you are a Christian, you've been one for a really long time. Maybe you, maybe this is the first time you've ever been to church. You're not a Jesus follower. You don't really believe in the Bible. You don't know how Christians square dinosaurs in the creation story. You have all sorts of questions. I get that. I just want you to know we are glad that you're here, and we want to help you connect with Jesus in any way that we can. So thanks for hanging out with us. One announcement I'm going to reiterate real quick that we had earlier in the service. In your bulletin, you got a connection card, and um, actually, it's called a communication card now. We, uh, that's a big, important change. And uh, so you got your communication card. We love it if you would uh, fill that out if you have never filled one out. And you can fill it out as much or as little as you want. Um, I, I, I'll just say this. If I had was new to a church, you know how like you go to Radio Shack and they ask for your phone number when you buy batteries? And you're kind of like, what is the correlation between these two things? And it's kind of weird. I get it might seem a little weird to you. We're asking for your information. And so just do what feels good to you. If you don't want to fill it out, no harm, no foul. But we would just that's a way for us to serve you. And so we'll hope you fill it out, at least in some way. Um, we do get, just I'll just throw it out there, we get communication cards with emails that don't work and phone numbers that aren't real. So you don't have to fill it out, like, if you're just, you know, just saying, like, you know. It's like when you ask uh, somebody out and they give you a fake phone number, like, I could just say no. I don't know. So, you know, we don't need prank communication cards. Uh, feel free to not fill it out. So... Uh, last announcement real quick, uh, college football starts in four weeks, and that's just super important. Um, just need y'all to know that. Yesterday was four weeks exactly, so I know we have quite a diverse fan base in this church. We got, who here's a Georgia fan? Y'all are definitely Christians. Uh, who here are tech fans? It's all right. And uh, I don't know who else. Anybody? Georgia Southern fan? <laughs> I got one for West Virginia. There you go. Mountaineer pride. Okay. Well, I had no idea so many of y'all cheered for the wrong team. I have failed as a pastor. So. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah, real quick. Uh, 
the Georgia Auburn game a couple years ago when Auburn threw that Hail Mary, that was one of the worst days of my life. It was, I was supposed to, I was working at another church. I was supposed to preach the next day. I, I literally was like, I don't want to go preach. I just want to stay in my room and wither away. It was awful. Okay, well, we will pray for the Auburn fans. Um, but I like that one West Virginia person. That was, I love your passion. So, all right, well, today we're going to be launching a new series, and it's called Baggage Check. And we're taking kind of the image of, you saw in the video, people have all this baggage. And we're going to be talking about the baggage that all of us carry through life. And we're going to be talking about how a lot of us, pretty much all of us, have bad some bad baggage that we need to deal with. And so we're going to be talking about that during this series. Now, um, just to get us started, just kind of going with this whole idea of baggage, you know, just think about when you take a trip, how annoying baggage and luggage can be. And it's just kind of the worst part of traveling, at least to me. I'm not a huge traveler to begin with. It's not like my favorite thing to do. I like destination. I don't like getting there. So like long airplane rides, road trip. If you ask me to go on a road trip, I promise you I will say no. Like, I just do not like being in the car. I, it's been a long time since I've ridden a train, but I just don't enjoy the journey. I like the destination. Who here is a destination person? You're like, okay, two of you. All right. Who here likes the journey? Who likes being in the car on road trips? Really? Wow. What's wrong with y'all? That's so <laughs> weird. Um, but anyway, I, I, I thought about this. Who, uh, if you've ever flown on an airplane, for example, and you see what I'm about to describe, if you do this, just know that I laugh at you. It's not wrong that you do this, but what I'm about to describe, I would laugh at you. Have you ever been on an airplane and you're sitting in your seat and you see somebody coming on the airplane and they don't just have like a carry-on, but they've clearly got their baggage and their luggage with them and they didn't want to check it and that's fine if that's how you travel. But you watch them try to stuff a suitcase or a bag in the overhead bin that you know ain't going in there like in a million years. And you watch this poor person push and cram. They're trying to get that suitcase in there. And you're sitting, and I, this is what I do. I'm sitting there. I'm like, what kind of depth perception problem does this person have? Like that thing, it's just physics. Like it's just not going to fit. They're like trying to put a mattress in there. You're just like, and so, but I bring that up just to make the point. It's just interesting that I think that's a great, there's a spiritual principle there for us in the sense that you see this person bring on baggage. They could have checked it. They could have left it. You know, they didn't have to carry it with them. But the spiritual principle there is how that's our emotional, physical, um, mental, and even spiritual baggage that we carry. You know, we carry baggage that we don't have to. And it weighs us down. And it's incredibly inconvenient. It's hard on us, you know. That's kind of the idea of what we're talking about. That image of, you know, we all carry baggage that we're not meant to. And the baggage that we need to let go of. And so, in this series, what we're going to really be talking about is us dealing with the baggage that we have. And we're going to kind of get into more of exactly what we mean with that. But dealing with the baggage that we have. Because I just want to say, the baggage that you and I carry, we're not meant to carry. And that the Lord Jesus wants to take it from you. And he wants to set you free from it. We've all got baggage, okay? Don't think you're the only one. Everybody here, you've got it, I've got it. We've all got baggage that we need to deal with and that the Lord wants us to hand over to him and that he wants to set us free from. And so I want to say that I'm actually very excited about this series. I think it's going to be really good. I think this could be a very liberating process for a lot of you. 
And I really think God wants to do something real and lasting. And so I am excited. I think it's going to be really fun. And I think it's going to be pretty good. So going with this idea of baggage, just to kind of explain it a little further. um, um, Well, actually, I'll get to that. Let me just give you a quick commercial for the rest of our series so you know where we're going. Next week in this series, week two, um, we have a sermon entitled Being Overpacked. And we're going to talk about the baggage of that emotional baggage that we all carry, things like unforgiveness, guilt, depression, shame, those kinds of things. And we're going to be talking about that kind of baggage and how we hand that over to the Lord and how he sets us free from it. Week three, we have a a series, I'm sorry, a sermon entitled Lost Luggage. And we're going to be talking about, okay, you know, for those of us who have suffered loss in our life, how do we recover from that? How does the Lord want to kind of reestablish us? You know, some of you, for example, you've lost loved ones. Others of you, you know, you've had miscarriages. And those are just deep, hard losses. And how are we supposed to recover from that? How do we move forward from that? And that's what we're going to talk about. In week uh, four of this series, we have a sermon entitled uh, Claim Ticket. And we're going to be talking about how we claim and really bring into our lives the promises of God and the full life that Jesus offers for us. And so I think, like I said, I think this is going to be really good. and I'm excited about it. And I really do think this will be very life-changing for us if we'll just be open to the Holy Spirit. And I think he'll do something really good and lasting in us. So... Well, that being said, what today's message is, information we're going to talk about is information and truth that we need for the next three weeks after today to have the optimal impact. Okay, so today is really kind of a preparation prep session about truth and information that we need now in order for the next three weeks to have the biggest impact in our lives. Because here's the thing, what we're going to be talking about these next three weeks, like I just mentioned, I'm just going to be honest with you. We're going to be talking about some really deep, hard wounds in our lives. And I just want you to know, we are going in to really tough stuff. You know, when we talk about, you know, lost luggage, you know, some of you, like I said, you might have had a miscarriage. Uh, We talk about, um, next week, we talk about things like depression and shame. Those are deep emotional wounds. Some of you, for example, were abused growing up, and you've never had a chance to deal with that. And... Those are just a couple of examples of things we want to talk about. I just want you to know, we, we're going to go into kind of some deep, tough places. And we're going to go to some places that some of you right now, you're like, I do not want to go there. A lot of us know our baggage, and we're like, I do not want to go deal with that thing that happened to me when I was a kid. Or I don't want to have to talk about and face the pain I experienced in my last marriage or whatever it is. We're going to be talking about some stuff that for some of you, you have buried and you have denied that it happened. And you're like, I don't want to go there. I'll just live with the pain. And so we are going to head into some hard, deep stuff. And I don't say that to scare you. I know that's not super encouraging. But I just want you to know, this is where we're headed. And because we're going into kind of these tough places, there's information and truth that we need today to help us get the most out of the rest of this series. So that's just to kind of give you the direction of what we're going to talk about today. So, um... Super exciting, huh? Everybody just love that, that I just said that's what we're going to be doing. Some of you have a look on your face like, I wish I had gone to church anywhere but this church this morning. So let me read a couple of verses to us for our scripture today as we go into what we want to talk about. The first one is going to be 1 Peter 5.10, and it's up on the screen. And it says this, And the God of all grace, 
who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. And the second verse is going to be Psalm 147.3, and it says, He, meaning Jesus, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. So these two verses be the focus of our discussion today. And these two verses mainly focus on two things. One, they focus on healing, and two, they talk about restoration. And I want you to understand that that is the objective of this series, for the baggage that we all have, that the Lord wants to bring some healing and restoration to each one of us in those areas where we have baggage. Now, when I say God wants to take our baggage and he wants to bring healing and restoration, let me go ahead and specifically define that. What that really means is when dealing with your baggage means that it no longer has any power over you in terms of controlling you, defining you, and keeping you from the full life that Jesus offers. That's what we mean with our baggage. See, here, what our baggage does if we carry it around, we're just held prisoner to it because these are deep wounds that we have. And if we never deal with them correctly, they just continue to hold on to us and control us. They define us, and they keep us from the full life that God offers. I'll give you an example. If you were abused growing up by a parent, whether it was physical, sexual, or verbal, that really creates so many uh, wounds in our lives that you need to fi- the Lord wants to fix and to set right in your heart and in your life. You know, because when you're abused, you feel unlovable. You feel like everything you do is wrong. You feel like nobody cares about you. You feel isolated. You feel alone. And you think you deserve it. And at the same time, you feel anger and hatred toward the abuser, and you can't forgive them. And there's so many other things going on, but that's just kind of this whole mixture of wounds and baggage that... Just one example that abuse can create. And so what the Lord wants to do in this series is we want to go into that hard place, whatever your baggage is, again, and deal with that deep, hard stuff so the Lord can bring his healing and restoration so that your wounds and your baggage, it won't control you and it doesn't define you and it won't keep you from the full life in Christ. Now, it's important to say, I want to be absolutely clear about what I'm not defining baggage as. I don't want there to be any confusion. When we say we want to deal with our baggage, I'm not saying that what happened to you didn't happen. Whatever caused your wound and your baggage, we're not pretending that it didn't happen. We're not ignoring it. We're not saying that your pain isn't real. We're not saying that it's not even not going to ever hurt again. But I promise you, you can live a life where it doesn't control you and define you and keep you from the full life in Jesus, okay? And that's what the Lord wants to do in this series, and that's the direction we're going to go. Okay. Now, as we head into this, um, just to say a couple things here. This is scary stuff for a lot of you because you know what you got. You know what happened to you. You know the wounds that you have. But here's another thing. Some of you, truth be told, you've got wounds and baggage that you didn't know was there. And uh, that's okay. We've all got that. Um, for example, if you've ever had any type of like counseling session where you went and talked to somebody, uh, it's pretty amazing how like you start talking about one thing and then you realize there's other stuff and you're like, I had no idea. You go in to talk about a problem you had with a parent and you realize all your problems with your other parent, you know, or whatever it is. Like going through into baggage unearths and reveals a lot of other baggage, which is okay. I'm just saying some of you, we're going to discover some baggage this series, and I think it's going to be really good. Um, and so just to encourage you, yeah, we're going to go to some tough places. 
but it'll be okay. It'll, it'll be, it might be hard. It might be tough. But I promise you this. The deeper you go into those wounds, the more freedom in life you're going to find. That's just how it works. Um, if, if we stay at the surface, but we only go so deep, we're not going to get the fullness of freedom in life the Lord wants to offer. But if we'll go into those tough places, it'll be a little painful, but the Lord will bring you to the other side, and it'll be really freeing. So I just want to encourage you with that, okay? So, all that being said, we've got baggage. The Lord wants to set us free. So that's kind of half of the equation. I want to take a minute and just talk about, as we look forward through the rest of this series, I want to talk for a couple minutes just about you and I's role in this whole process of dealing with our baggage. All right, because God wants to meet us and he wants to set us free, but you and I, we're not passive. We don't just sit back and say, okay, Lord, fix me. It's not quite how it works, but we have to step into that and be a part of the process. So I'm going to give you three things that I want to encourage you to do in this series so that you can get the most out of it in dealing with your baggage. And the first one is that you need to be honest about your baggage. You've got to be honest about it. Whatever your hurt, whatever your wounds are, you've got to be real about it. It's so easy to downplay it, to lie to ourselves, to deny it. That's really kind of our default human setting. We don't like pain in any way, whether it's emotional, physical, mental. And so we are incredible at avoiding pain and denying it, pretending it doesn't exist. We're all really good at it. But I just want to encourage you as we head into this series to be honest and real about your baggage. Whatever it is for you, however you've been wounded, however long you've carried it, just to be real about it. To be honest with yourself and to be honest with the Lord. And this is really, really, this is the first step, but it's a really important step. Um, Again, going back to counseling, as a pastor, I do some counseling. And so I can just tell you, I've had conversations with people and they want to talk about something, but... They'll just deny what the problem is. And I I see this all the time. I've seen it all the time. And believe me, I've done it when I've been talking about my issues. And I just want to say, be honest about where you're wounded and what's inside you and where you're hurt. It's not easy, but I promise you, if you'll be honest about it, that's the first big step. The second step in dealing with your baggage is going to be this. You need to be courageous about your baggage. Here's what I mean. It is so easy, because it's painful, to step back and say, it's too hard. It hurts too much. I don't want to revisit that wound. I don't want to go back to my childhood. I don't want to talk about, you know, the child that I lost or whatever your baggage might be. And so it's easy to step back and let the the hurt win, so to speak. And so you just got to kind of find that extra gear of being courageous. And that's much easier said than done. I recognize that. I know that that's the truth. But I just want to encourage you to dig deep. Now, the great thing in the kingdom of God is Jesus, he's really smart. He knows how weak and broken we are. So for us to engage in his healing process and what he wants to do when he transforms us, we have to do very little. I'll give you an example of what I mean. Jesus said, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can move a mountain. And what that is saying is the smallest amount of faith that you and I can muster, that's all God needs to respond to us. And so when I say you need to be courageous, and that's hard to do, I'm not saying that you've got to be 
as brave as Jack Bauer or whoever you can think. Like, we're not talking. I'm just being brave in this case is just like, okay, Lord, I have the smallest amount of courage, but I do want to face and confront my pain. I just want you to know, you don't have to muster up all this huge amount of courage and act like you're so tough and you're so strong. No. Jesus is like, just give me the smallest amount of courage and I'll work with that. And so you might not even feel courageous in dealing with your baggage. That's okay. It doesn't depend on how you feel. But being courageous is just saying, okay, I'm going to deal with this and confront this. And it just takes a little bit of it and then you're good to go. So just take that small step of courage into it and say, all right, Lord, I want to deal with this. I want to confront it. And Jesus can work with that. So that's number two. And the third thing you need for this series to have an impact is you need to be here to deal with your baggage. You need to be here for this series to deal with it. I know this kind of sounds like some kind of, you know, ploy to get you to keep coming to church. Look, if you don't ever, if you leave today and don't come back, that's your business. We love you. God bless you. But I really want to encourage you, if you've got baggage, you need to be here to deal with it. Because we're going to be talking about stuff you need to hear. We're going to be going into areas that, as much as you don't want to hear it, you need to hear it. I'll tell you this, if you are sitting there right now saying, I do not want to be here for this series, that means you definitely do need to be here for this series. And if you're sitting there thinking, oh, I'm good, I don't need to be here, yeah, you probably do. I can just tell you this, there's nobody in this room that doesn't need to hear this series, including me. And so it's just up to you if you want to be here. But I really want to encourage you and challenge you to be here. To be here, to be open, to be honest, to be courageous, so that we can talk about this stuff and we can go into those hard places. All right? The kingdom of God, it's interesting. Jesus says in the book of Matthew that um, the kingdom of God forcefully advances and forceful men lay hold of it. And part of what that verse is teaching us is there, there is an intentionality to God's kingdom in that we grow and we transform the most the more intentional we are about doing it. And so I just want to say to be intentional about being here and engaging in this whole process of dealing with your baggage because that way you will get the most out of it and you'll get the most freedom. Okay. All that being said, we got to kind of dive into another topic that's a little tough, but again, this is just information that we need. When you talk about things like baggage and wounds, the Lord really wants to set you free. But part of the issue that we need to understand is Satan and his kingdom do not want you to get free. And so I want you to understand as we go into these deep places, the enemy is going to do everything he can to keep you from going into those wounds because he would love nothing more than for your wounds and your baggage to continue to control, define, and keep you from the life God has for you. And so the way the enemy attacks us is through lies and deception. And so I just want to identify two specific lies because when you leave here today, you're going to get attacked with at least one of these lies, if not both of them, if you're somebody that you've got baggage that you don't want to deal with. And so the first lie I just want to expose is this. And when the enemy lies to us, we like think it in the first person, if that makes sense. So this is what, just hear this. The first lie is my baggage is too big and too terrible for Jesus to heal and restore. This is a very common problem people have when they confront their baggage and their wounds. They think, my issues, they're too messy, they're too terrible, nothing can be done, the Lord can't do anything with that. And I just want you to know, nothing is too big for the Lord, nothing is too hard for him. 
I know that for some of you, your wounds are deep and they're hard and they're big and they just, to you, it seems like this is impossible that I could get free of this. But it's really easy for Jesus. And just know that nothing in your life he can't fix. There's nothing he can't set you free from. There's nothing he can't heal you and restore you from. So just know that if you think, Haynes, you don't know what's happened to me. You're right, I don't. Jesus does, and he's got it. That's the first lie, just to be aware of. The second lie that you can be confronted with is this. I just got to live with my baggage. I can't tell you how many people I talk to who the things that have happened to them, they just say, and this is not to uh, mock Fran's sermon last week, but people are like, just is what it is. And that's what we talked about last week in a different context. But people are like, well, you know, I was sexually assaulted. I just got to deal with it. Or people talk about, yeah, my ex-husband used to beat me up. Just is what it is. And that's not how the kingdom of God works in terms of the pain and the baggage that we have. You don't have to live with it. You can if you choose to. But if we're willing to go into those tough, hard places, God can really set you free. And the Lord will go in there with his grace and his love, and he'll heal you and restore you. And so just know you don't have to live with it. One of my favorite people in the Bible is this woman called Mary Magdalene. And she was a follower of Jesus. And it talks about how it says Jesus drove seven demons out of her. Okay, she was a really messed up person. She had a lot of baggage. And Jesus set her free. Another cool guy in the Bible is this man. Um, and we don't know his name, uh, but he's referenced as the the demoniac, and he was a guy that encountered Jesus, and this guy had lots of demons in him, and he was really messed up. And I know we're talking about demon possession and not baggage, but just kind of the principle of it was easy for God to set him free. There's nothing that you have to live with. You don't have to walk with your baggage. You don't have to endure it. It doesn't have to hurt and crush you anymore. So just know that. You don't have to live with it. Now, Anytime that I talk about the kingdom of darkness in a sermon, I like to counter that with talking about God's kingdom just for a minute. It's just kind of a personal thing. So let me just say this with this whole subject. And I wish I could, uh, my, my words are going to fail as I say this just because I'm a limited person. But I, I wish I could just communicate to you fully. You have no idea, and I have no idea, how badly God wants to set you free. He really does. Jesus hates the baggage that you have, and he wants you to not have to carry it anymore. And as best as I can in my limited words and my limited ability, just try to express the heart of God to you that he really does want to set you free from it. And he does want to heal you and restore you. You don't have to live with it. He, if you knew how much God loves you, you would never doubt him again. And if you knew how badly God wanted to set you free, you would come running to him with your baggage and you would give it to him. And look, it's dealing with this stuff. These are wounds, like I keep saying, we hate them. We don't like going there. They're hard. And I get that. But I just want you to know, God wants you to be free so much worse than you do. That's one of the things we think, I'm so sick of living with this. I want to be free of it. And we, we, we know how we feel. And God feels that way for you so much more. Jesus is dying to take this baggage and set you free if you'll give it to him. And so this series, we're going to go into those places, and we think the Lord's going to do it. And I think it's going to be really great, and it's going to be really good. So let me just kind of bring this all full circle 
then I'll wrap up for today. Just a quick summary. Yeah, we've all got baggage. You've got it, and I've got it. We'll just be real about it. We've got wounds, and we've got things in our lives that we carry that we need to deal with. And this series is about going into those places and seeing the Lord set us free. And for us to enter into that process, one, we've got to be honest about it. Two, we need to be courageous about it. And we need to be here to deal with it. The enemy is going to come against us. He's going to keep us or try to keep us from being free. But God's heart is to set you free. And so we're just going to trust the Lord and we're going to move forward with this. And I really do believe if you'll jump in with both feet, you'll be honest about your baggage and jump in wherever you are and say, okay, Lord, here I am. I think God will do something real and lasting. I think it's going to be really good. So let me close with this. Just for you to think about, I want to kind of dream with you for a minute, for you to think about for yourself. And this might be hard because, well, I'll explain that. Think how much better your life would be if the baggage that is just weighing you down wasn't there anymore. I mean, just think about it. Think about, for example, if, you know what, I was abused growing up, but it doesn't control and define me anymore. I mean, think how much better your life would be. Think how much better your life would be if that addiction you have wasn't there controlling you and ruining you. Think about how much better your life would be. You know, let's say, for example, there might be people in this room that you had an abortion at some point. You carry the weight and the pain of that. You don't have to live with that weight and that pain. And think how much better your life would be if it didn't control and define you and keep you from the full life Jesus had for you. Your life can be that way if you want it to be. And Jesus will do it for you. You don't have to live with it. And if you can see, you know what, I can see, I can think I can know how much better my life would be if I could get free of this, then head in that direction. And the way you head in that direction is we run to Jesus, but we also have to run into our pain and deal with it. But if you will, God will set you free. All right, let's pray.